As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey, it's Cavino and Rich. Are you traveling to see your favorite team? Pro tip, stay at graduate hotels. They're obsessed with college sports just like us. Each graduate hotel is like a shrine to the local team with lots of cool details for alumni, nods to school colors, mascots. Why would we stay anywhere else? They have 30-plus hotels in all the best college towns. And get this, you can get up to 30% off with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Go to any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. There's plenty to celebrate in March and Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. I'm R.J. Bell with the sports betting headlines for Wednesday. Steph Curry sets the career three-point record. Warriors win and cover against the Knicks. What does it all mean? We'll break it down. Here in Vegas, the Super Bowl is coming. 2024, the Super Bowl is in Las Vegas. We'll give our thoughts. Vegas moves when it comes to 4-Hour the Vegas Truth. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. This is Straight out of Vegas with the voice of Vegas, your host, R.J. Bell. The pregame show America has always wanted. I the future. From the Vegas Strip, here's R.J. Bell. You heard it, I'm R.J. live in Las Vegas, live on a Wednesday, live on 225 FSR stations across this great, great nation. In studio, A.J. Hoffman. Sports bettors listen for the money. Sports fans listen to no more than their buddies. This is the turn of the week show. It's when we get a chance to start looking ahead to the big, big action coming up. I mean, we got the Colts and the Patriots, Green Bay, Baltimore, and a third. We'll probably take an early look at the Thursday night action because it's one of the biggest Thursday, biggest games of the week with the Chargers and KC. He is the fan who beats the man, AJ Hoffman. Thank you, RJ. COVID continues to hammer. The NFL, particularly the Browns, they lose Baker Mayfield and their head coach to positive tests today. And Steph Curry breaks the all-time three-point mark in the NBA. What is the Vegas lead? Let's start with Steph Curry. Obviously, it's an all-time record, but it's a player that I think 
to reevaluate what he means to the history of the NBA, what he means to the modern NBA. Obviously, now is a good time. Warriors beat the Knicks last night, 105 to 96. Steph Curry now with 2,977 career three pointers, breaking Ray Allen's mark. So hold on a second. So me down at the basketball courts where I grew up, they don't count those. Those do not count. Because I had over. I three. don't think you had over three thousand. I think I did. I mean, <laughs> if you count when I was shooting by myself, I think over three thousand. But go ahead. Go okay, ahead. Uh, Ray Allen. By the way, five hundred eleven more games played than Steph Curry when Steph breaks that record. So really, just a. I mean, this is without question the greatest shooter in the history of the NBA. So, if you wanted to d- dismiss this, you could say, well, hey, there's more three-pointers being shot. It's a different era. They don't hand-check. And, you know, I think some of that is meaningful, but this is the guy who ushered in the new era. This is the guy that everyone said, huh, look at the way he's playing we could play that way and maybe be as good as them or almost as good because they're killing us now. As you remember, Mark Jackson was the head coach. They A lot of talent on that team with Clay Thompson. and But then Kerr comes in. They, I still remember 25 to 1 entering the year Golden State was. You don't see 25 to 1 teams win the title. Well, they won that year. And it was before. You know, uh, the idea of bringing in, uh, you know, a big superstar from OKC and saying, oh, now we're a super team. No, before that, they won a title without Durant and he changed the game. And and I think that's the starting point here. Whatever eras you want to say, it was this era, that era, there's going to be the three point era, the small ball era. And Steph Curry ushered it in. And the fact that he's breaking this record is emblematic of that fact, but it's not the biggest story. I think him as a player and what he did to change the league, a guy that wasn't drafted number one or two or three, it was a question mark coming, coming from Davidson, a small school, and instead one of the most influential players, Steph Curry, in the history of the NBA. Yeah, I would say the the people who are say, oh, it's a three point era. It's not like he is a a low percentage shooter either. This is not a guy who's just chucking it and getting volume like James Harden. James Harden's top five in in, in threes made all time. He's a thirty three percent three point shooter. Steph Curry's a forty three percent three point shooter. Uh, so to have the most three pointers made in NBA history and still be shooting. Forty-three percent. This is a this this is something I don't think we'll ever see this again. I think by the time Steph Curry's done, I believe it's going to be like a, a Joe DiMaggio or a, a a Lou Gehrig type of record that's just not going to be broken. Well, when you're hitting, as you said, forty-three percent is if you assume one point five times because it's three instead of two. So shooting from two, you'd have to shoot sixty-four and a half percent to be equal to that. You don't hit shoot sixty-four and a half percent. From twos, unless you're Shaq playing with junior high kids, <laughs> <laughs> maybe. So, so to me, it, that, this is why this team is one and one and one. And in a weird way, I do lament a little bit the whole Durant thing because it would have been interesting to see how would Golden State have done against that OKC team if they had stayed together. How have they? Would they have done against LeBron's teams without Durant? Because what we know is the team that was there after Durant left wasn't competitive. 
Right now they're emerging again, and it is a testament to Curry. But what we know is before Durant, they won the title. Before Durant, they actually had 73 wins. I'm not mistaken there, right? That nope, 73 that's wins was before Durant. And then, and they, but they lost that second title, right? The famous, you know, uh, suspension with the kick to LeBron, and they were down three-one. They came back, and you know, really one of LeBron's great statements. I think if he hadn't won that series, I think his his long-term perspective on LeBron, his legacy wouldn't be as potent. He might be out of McKenzie's top twenty-five. You know, that's interesting. <laughs> if he hadn't won, he's in McKenzie's number nine right now. LeBron's trying to struggle up to get past. Um, I'm not sure who the top eight is. We don't really care once he said LeBron. And listen, I'm a LeBron hater. The idea that, you, that, that to me, it's, it's hard to imagine LeBron outside the top four. You know, you could, I could see saying Kareem. I could. I, I mean, I know that doesn't seem to be in vogue right now, but Kareem had the longevity. You could kind of, in all the time, you can see it, right? Magic and Bird, the careers just weren't long enough, you know, as much as you might think. Bill Russell, it was a different era. But when you say nine, it, you know, when we have time in June, maybe when it's slow, we'll maybe break down all eight that he had. We'll see if LeBron somehow passes anyone this year. Speaking of McKenzie, I wasn't going to lead with this, but he said something so crazy before the show. I thought we just got to lead with this. Now, listen, I get where every era you want to embrace the players that are important while you're a kid. You know, usually it's when you're like, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, those players are the ones you always carry in your heart. You know, Mickey, Bob Costas and Mickey Mantle, you know, you care. I don't quite understand. Mackenzie, what, you're in your mid to late 30s, you'd say? 31, yep. 31, okay. So <laughs> I like to say 31, yep, which is clearly not mid to late 30s, but you're like, yep. 31. So you're in your 50s, right? He's an old 31, is what he said. Okay. So you grew up in Chicago, correct? That's right. Okay. And how old were you? Let's just do the math here. When Michael, let's say in uh, 2000, it was 20 years ago. So you would have been a lot. So you were like eight or nine when Michael was winning his last titles. That's right. He should have been the biggest hero to you ever, correct? Still is. All right, so Michael was hot. So is this kind of an anti-LeBron? Because in theory, you grew up with LeBron in your 20s. Is The fact you got LeBron number nine, is that just, is that just uh, dedication to Michael? It's definitely appreciation of the way that Michael played, and I just prefer it. I just think guys that go for their own shot are often more selfless. Because they'll, they'll shoot it. Kobe will shoot it. He won't pass to... So, guys that go for their own shot are more selfless, meaning it's generous them just shooting a bunch. Instead of... Pa- when you're open, yeah, it's generous. you got to shoot it. I think you, you, missed, you missed the key question here. Yeah. What other sporting memories do you have from when you were eight years old? The Denver Broncos. Denver holds. <laughs> okay, okay. Because this is Uncle Mike coaching the Denver right. Broncos. But here's um, the one thing. Just the one. We won't. Listen, we've gotten a lot of email, text. <laughs> Les McKenzie. Les McKenzie. But sometimes it's just so prevalent. You just got to go with it. You said in the pre-production, you said, yeah, I think Steph is unselfish. He's never let anything affect him. And and it's like since he started, he was 16 away from this record. And maybe we're not saying Steph is selfish generally, but it was a Steph show. And he was shooting the ball like crazy, trying to break it at home. Then he's trying to break it here. 
I mean, I don't think I've seen a, a league s- seemingly become secondary to someone shooting <laughs> their outside jumper as much as Steph in the last few a week or so. How does that correlate with unselfish? Last four games, he's shooting 15 threes a game, three more than his season average. I retract my statement. He's He's been gunning this whole time. Yeah, he's been gunning. <laughs> And you know what? Again, I, this is something said by others, but I think it's worth saying. I'm R.J. Bell. We're straight out of Vegas. And it's that Steph is someone that an average kid can look at and go, I could do that. You, look, you talked about Shaq, right? Unless you're playing with little kids and you're 18, you, can't, you don't think you're Shaq, right? And LeBron... He, he even amongst NBA players, he's a physical marvel, the most gifted athlete. Yeah, on, yeah. yeah, one of them. Yeah, no doubt. And w- you look at Steph, you think, oh, that's that's like a guy shooting the jumpers at the circus, you know, at the uh, at the fair to win a stuffed animal, right? Because if he shot like that and he was built like LeBron, he would not have been the seventh pick in the draft. Or he might not. And this is back to the old question: Would he even have ever been able to shoot like that? Right. Because it usually takes an underdog's mentality to work that hard, to be so tenacious. And we could say, in theory, what if someone had the most talent and the greatest work ethic? We've never seen it, have we? I mean, maybe you could say Tiger Woods in golf. Maybe you could say the most talent and the the most intense work ethic. I don't think you say it very often, though. And I'm not even sure. Would Tiger Woods be close? You think? Uh, I think he's close. I don't think. But any, I'm having a hard time coming up with many. Yeah, I mean, you think about Brady, sixth round. You know, Manning certainly had a heck of a work ethic, but he was only a high pick because of that work ethic beforehand. It right. wasn't like you look at him and think that's going to be the greatest quarterback. You know, he was gangly. Would be the way to say it. So, Steph was undersized. Steph had ankle issues. ESPN.com has a write-up about that where there was questions of his ability to play a long career. And he changed the game of basketball. And he's made it where a lot of the youngsters out there that are going to college now, maybe even entering the NBA, they wouldn't have had the game they have if they didn't look and emulate Steph Curry. I, I think he deserves the acclaim, even though he was gunning it up a lot this last week. Tim Duncan fall into that, maybe? Well, just I guess when you're just that tall, I mean, his work ethic certainly goes, but when you're seven, almost seven foot tall, it's kind of hard to say you didn't have a lot of advantages coming in, right? Yeah. I mean, maybe Rodman, but he didn't have the talent. I mean, Rodman had the work ethic, but not the talent. Well, that's what I was saying. That's why I was thinking about Tim Duncan because he was very naturally, oh, physically blessed, both. and he, you know, he did still yeah, have that great you know work something? ethic. That, that probably gets, but but the question is, was he classically? He didn't jump out of the gym. No. So in a weird way, I'm saying both angles. He certainly was more talented than a low talent person but was he one of the most talented probably not you know maybe durant but is durant does durant work that hard that's the question it feels like he works harder now than he did before so and again listen it's easy for us to sit up here and say hard worker not hard work i'm not i don't like doing that i do think there are the extreme cases the fanatics where you don't hear much about them other than how hard they work those guys typically are not the most talented. And it kind of makes sense, because if you are that talented, you don't feel like you need to, quite frankly, because it is life-consuming. Tom Brady's way of approaching football is life-consuming. I, I will disagree, last thing for me on this, with one thing that was said in this conversation. I think you said it, AJ. I'm not, I don't think this will never happen. I think this record will be broken. 
And I think that it still will be a testament to Steph Curry because the person that breaks it will be someone who's shooting that much, who started with their eye on the prize of being a great shot because of Steph Curry, most likely. But it seems to me this is getting to be more and more a game of threes. And I don't think Steph Curry is the most talented one ever. I think he just worked very hard and was a... No, I mean, let's think about it. Who's on pace right now to break his record? No one. So no one's on pace. That's interesting. Have we looked into that? No, but I just <laughs> off my head. I mean, yeah. I, I, I mean, that's an interesting question, right? Is there a guy in his fourth or fifth year that that has more threes than Curry had at that point? Oh, I would, I would bet heavily no. Okay, well, let's do this. We'll look into that. I, I think one thing to think about yeah. though with Steph is while, while we think of Steph as like a less talented guy, remember genetically. He's pretty blessed. His dad's in the. It was an yeah, NBA but, player. But His brother's NBA, in the NBA. Every, every boy, every son of an NBA player has NBA genetics. And how many of them even make the league? Not that many. Yeah. So I mean, I, I'm not saying he didn't. He, listen, if you make the league and you're elite, I mean, Tom Brady, whatever we want to say about him, he's six four. He has a very strong. I mean, he he has a. He's in the 99th point ninth percentile of talent, Tom Brady. But he's not in the 99.99999. I think Curry is 99.9, just like most NBA players. He's not the guy that just because he's so talented. If he didn't work hard, Curry probably wouldn't have made the league. I agree with that. But if he wasn't 99% talent, no matter how hard he worked, he wasn't going to make the league. But to, to your point, what you said, he's not a 99.999 guy. Yeah. Will there be a 99.99 guy come around who has his work ethic? And I think that's that's the thing that's rare. Like you said earlier, it's just rare for that to come along. I mean, as we're looking like right now, three-pointers made, is this per game, right? Yes, career. All right. So right now, Curry has the most per game by a half per game. Wow. So he's 3.77, and Duncan Robinson is next at 3.24. So that's a half of three per game. So every second game, he makes an extra three than anyone. So by definition, no one is on pace to beat him. The only way to beat him would be if someone played longer. The gap from one to two is the same as the gap from two to six on that list. Okay. So. Yeah. So, you know something? I would have guessed otherwise, but to me, this is even more of a statement. What this is telling us is, with anyone, what's the minimum number here that they had to have? Uh, that was uh, 400 games. All right. So, 400 games. So, let's think about this. 80 games, four, five. So, five years or so, which is a fair amount. If you don't have five years, I can kind of see we don't want to count it yet. So, five years or more, Steph Curry averages 3.7 made threes per game. Duncan Robinson's second, 3.2. Thus, the only way Duncan Robinson beats Curry is he has to play significantly longer than him eventually. Which tells me Curry's on pace to maybe break this or keep this record in a way for a long, long time, which is even more impressive. Yeah. See, I'm not always right, AJ. <laughs> I mean, I know sometimes you feel like I am. But I, I was waiting for you to say, so you know what, AJ, you might be right. But I think you saying, you know what, maybe I'm wrong. That's the same thing. That's the best I can do. Uh, that's the best. <laughs> <laughs> All right. When we come back, we are going to get into the COVID situation. It's as big as any factor this week in the NFL. And we'll talk a little bit about Super Bowl Las Vegas style. All that and more coming up next. But first, he's RJ Bell. I'm AJ Hoffman. This is the pregame show you've always wanted right here on Fox Sports Radio. Straight out of Vegas! Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. 
Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hey, it's Covino and Rich, and much like you, we work hard to try to provide a nice life for ourselves, for our family, for our kids, and we've worked hard to build a nice home. And you want to protect those things. God forbid something happened to you. The things futures are built around are the things worth protecting. Making an estate plan now means gaining security of your assets and peace of mind for you and your loved ones. With Trust and Will, you can create and manage a custom estate plan starting at just $199. Go to trustandwill.com slash crshow for 10% off plus free document shipping. Assure that your family and loved ones avoid lengthy, expensive legal proceedings. The state deciding what happens to your assets, you don't need that. Secure your assets, protect your loved ones with Trust and Will. And again, you're going to get 10% off plus free shipping of your estate plan documents by visiting trustandwill.com slash crshow. That's 10% off and free shipping at trustandwill.com slash crshow. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying cows are bust. You can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be my That's my day. day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm R.J. Bell. We are straight out of Vegas. And I'm A.J. Hoffman. In just a minute, we're going to take a look at the NFL and how COVID is affecting the Vegas lines, and it is dramatic. And two years from now, the Super Bowl right here in Vegas. Ah, 
I've been waiting. I've been waiting. That will be fun. I wonder if there'll be any betting on the game. No, it won't be allowed. I think so. I think so. <laughs> this is the fastest growing show on Fox Sports Radio. Audiences doubled in the last year plus. Thank you so much for the support. And we'll keep reciprocating the best we can, the best we humanly can, to the limits of our capabilities. And that's more pl- applicable to AJ. But w- when you reach your limit, AJ, we don't ask for anything more than that. Thank you. I just want you to know that. You, I appreciate that. Right. Yeah. You can <laughs> Maxed out here. <laughs> I didn't say you've reached it. I said, you know, I feel like you're on the cusp of that. <laughs> you can listen on the iHeartRadio app. Just search straight out of Vegas, here in Vegas on the Strip. It's a cool 51 degrees. The neon is pumping. All right, RJ. A lot of teams dealing with COVID right now. 95 players in protocol as of today. Three teams being particularly hammered by it. The Cleveland Browns, the Washington football team, and the LA Rams. So let me ask you a global question first. I I don't follow the day-by-day COVID numbers and all that in the world. Has there been a big uptick? Does it make sense that the the because it feels like COVID talk and outbreaks within the NFL is so much more prevalent this week than in any week this year? Absolutely. Is that the case in in a societal sense? That's not what I've gathered. I know the Omicron variant is is kind of blowing up, but I I keep asking is that a is that like a, a streaming movie? The Omicron. <laughs> I mean, it sounds scary. It's terrifying, apparently. But, uh, yeah, I I haven't heard news that this is like suddenly, you know, cases around the world are tripling like they are in the NFL. I'm looking right here. uh, Google has some new cases and deaths. New York Times reported one day ago it was updated. Just eyeballing it. It looks like this, about 100,000 per day. Is that right? New cases? Yeah. And that is as high as any time since late September. Is that how you see that, McKenzie? Yeah, exactly. Okay. So, yes, there is. Now, it looks like this uptick has flattened out the last couple of days, but it, there's been a real uptick from about, looks look, looks like, what, about 60,000 where it was in the, the valley there? Yeah, 50,000 was the low point, November 26th. Okay, so we've about doubled. Now, but here's the thing. In theory, it was a lot higher in September when the season was starting. So it feels like this is a case of, the precautions maybe not being as diligent because it's hard to be year after year. Well, if you see where that 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 tick up starts to happen you, was you around Thanksgiving. We're on radio though, right? Right. Well, with one. So th- where it where it started to happen was right around Thanksgiving. So uh-huh. when people are gathering and and you know obviously so you're blaming Thanksgiving. I, I think that there's. I mean, it's we were gathered at your house. We we were and lo- knock on wood, none of us walked away with with and, the COVID. And let me tell you, Brad bought was reaching his hands into things without really worrying about anything. Maybe the stuffing. <laughs> I mean, like. <laughs> Yeah, he, he was getting all the eating he could get. But but I do think it's human nature. There's only so long you can take. And I know we all want to aspire to better than human constraint. But it kind of makes sense in a way that if September, mid-September, it was about 170,000, let's say, right, cases. So if that's the case, and now it's about a hundred. You would think, well, why weren't things worse in September? Probably because the precautions were being more diligently followed. All that said, we can guess on the reasons, but what about the effects of this? So which team do you think is, based upon line moves, have been affected the most? Well, the Browns have certainly been affected the most. 95 cents of line move in the last two days. They were Okay, so from what to what? From minus six to plus one and a half. So they were six-point favorites, now one-and-a-half-point underdogs. That's against the Vegas Raiders, correct? Yes. Um, 
Now, the main people now are we sure Baker Mayfield? Baker out? Mayfield tested positive, so he's out. And Stefanski, the coach, tested positive. Okay, out. Jarvis Landry, Austin Hooper, Tack McKinley, David Njoku. These are all players who have tested positive. Okay, so the question is: Is this line move, which is over a touchdown, warranted? Uh, go ahead. I was going to say, my, my opinion was when it moved to three from six, which was before the Baker Mayfield and Stefanski news, I said, that feels about right. Baker and Stefanski came out today. It moves from three to plus one and a half. And that's where I said, that feels like maybe too much of a move. Okay. So we got history with Stefanski where he was out in the first playoff game for the Browns last year and they beat the Steelers and they played very well. Okay. Number two, we all know Baker Mayfield in his current physical state pre the COVID diagnosis uh, was not physically fit, wasn't playing well, whatever reasons for it, he wasn't playing well, hurt a lot of the year. So you could say Case Keenum, not much of a downgrade. Here's what I think this move is about. There's an amount of cases that could happen between now and Sunday for the Browns that would still allow the game to be played. At a certain point, the game won't be played. It would still allow the game to be played, but it would be worse for the Browns. Maybe it's another three starters or four starters. At a certain point, they won't play the game, but this line move is accounting for the real likelihood because there's no coincidence that, hey, a couple people have it. Hey, a couple more have it. Well, what's the next announcement? Probably a couple more have it, most likely. And I think this line is accounting for that, understanding there's a certain number of cases that would cause the game to be postponed or canceled, and thus the spread won't matter. Are the Browns uniquely equipped to handle this situation, given that, I mean, you mentioned the playoff game without Stefanski before, but earlier this season, remember they were decimated by injuries and the line plummeted against Denver, and then they went into Denver and got an outright win with basically a bunch of backup players. Was that game in Denver or in Cleveland? I think it was in Denver. I might be wrong. It was in Cleveland. Oh, okay, I stand corrected. No worries. Look at you. <laughs> no, but I will, because I remember that I actually recommended the Browns there, and I felt kind of stupid at it. Or, or, I'm sorry, I recommended Denver because I felt like that the Browns were too decimated. Maybe. I thought the place you were going to go was with a, a starting quarterback that ain't that good. Maybe well, I do believe that. In theory, the backup is no big deal. We've right? talked about that several times. Are, are the Browns, even before COVID, were they better off making a switch to Case Keenum in some circumstances? That's been discussed on this show. Yeah, and in many sh- I mean, I think that's been widely discussed. And, and Baker, the question with Baker is, uh, and it doesn't really matter now as much, at least for this week, is how much of his struggles are his physical ailments. Because they got to make a decision on him, right? They got a fifty-year option decision to make, and um, or wait, this is this his third year, or this is his third year, right, or fourth year for Baker? I think. Uh, Look that up real quick. I, th- I I'm I'm not sure. I think it's year four for Baker. I think year four. Baker's yeah. the same class so the as Darnold. Fi- so the fifty-year option has been decided. Yeah. It's yes, but now it's like if you're going to sign a guy, it's got to be this off season. Well, I guess you could sign him after his fifth year, but you just don't see it very often. Ever. Yeah. I mean, what was, yeah. I mean, even to the point of Mitch Trubisky getting traded, etc. All right. So what other teams? So Browns big line move. Personally. 
if you're playing this game, you got to keep in mind, don't feel like, oh, I hope they keep getting sick. Obviously, you're not hoping that. Maybe you are. It matters how sick you are. But, <laughs> but don't think of it as a betting opportunity, because if, they, if there's too many cases, they're, they're going to postpone the game. The L.A. Rams, who, listen, they already had Jalen Ramsey on, on the list. That, he was already determined when this, when this line was at seven. The Rams were minus seven. They get a few more cases. They are now minus four and a half against the Seahawks. Okay, so you love the Rams, by the way. I do. Generally. I do. I mean, Super Bowl favorites? No. <laughs> okay, I just don't know. I mean, you love the Bills. Now you love the Rams. It seems like there's the a Bills love fading. There's a there's a there's a there's a trend with your teams though. It seems like you like the teams that get a lot of publicity. Like they got stars, OBJ, Josh Allen. I mean, you love the big name teams like the Patriots that are blood and guts. You just don't like them for some reason. Maybe not. Why is that? I don't know. Because you grew up in a, I mean, I appreciate the Patriots. Yeah, but I know. But you grew up in I thought you always were skeptical of big. Like, I thought you'd be the type of person to say Stafford's not as good as you think. He's a, he's a stat packer, that kind of stuff. No, I've always thought. I always felt bad for Matt Stafford because he was stuck in Detroit. Uh, he played his best game recently. So, uh, to me, with the Rams, let's keep in mind, there could be further cases. They also are further away from it being so bad that the game gets canceled. I almost think, and here's the thing, Seattle, if they can beat the Rams, you look at their schedule. There's life. There's life. And and you know that uh, Russell Wilson, there's nothing he'd like more than to be heroic and, and have a comeback, you know, where they get make the playoffs out of nowhere. I think you're going to see a very focused Seattle team. I almost tend to like Seattle here because I feel like there's a real chance of more cases coming out for the Rams line going down further, us getting that, or anyone betting Seattle, getting that advantage, but it not getting all the way to canceling the game. The Washington football team, where the look ahead was three, it is now seven. The football team with tons of cases, including Taylor Heineke questionable with a knee. So this is versus? This is against the Eagles. So Taylor Heineke questionable with a knee. His backup, Kyle Allen, now on the COVID list, so they could potentially be down to a third-string quarterback. An unknown un unknown third-stringer? Like a, like the mask man in wrestling? Yeah. A luchador. So, but we don't know. Who I, I don't know off the top of my head who their third string is. All right. Well, listen. What we know about Kyle Allen is he doesn't hold on to the ball. I mean, so is he? Is he? Um, he does he have it where we know he's going to be out, or did he just have exposure? He, I, we don't know. He's just been put into COVID protocol, but he's not the key name. Montez well, he, Sweat he must be the key name. Kyle Allen's got to be if <laughs> if the starting quarterback's going to be he out. He would be then, yeah. But Montez Sweat on protocol. Uh, you know, Jonathan Allen, key guys on defense have hit the protocol for the for the football and their coaches worried about because he's autoimmune deficient, so he's worried about COVID himself. So it's a mess in Washington. The head coach. For Ron the, Rivera. Okay. He fought cancer last yeah. year. Okay. So, here's going to be the wrap on this. This is a lot like if you're if you have a finance background, a stock merger, a company merger. So, what will happen is, let's say a company's stock will be, let's say, at $40 a share. And then there's a merger announcement at $50 a share. Well, how much is that stock worth? Well, how likely is the merger? If it's 100%, the minute the merger happens, the stock's worth 50 because they're buying shares for 50. If you think there's a 50% chance of that, 
Well, the stock's worth 45. And anyone that took any even you know low-level finance in uh, college, the analysis would be, well, what's the current price? What's the buy price? What's the likelihood of it happening? You can do the exact same thing. In fact, you should, if you're handicapping these games, do the exact same thing here. What would the price be if this player and this player and this player is out? What would the price be if they're not? What's the likelihood of them being out? So we not only have to account for the players already suspected or officially out, but the next batch of players, which we don't even know who those might be. So this is shooting in the dark a lot. I think people are tending to underestimate the significance of this, is my feel. But in general, if I had to play one way or the other, I would bet against the teams with the COVID outbreaks. I have a feeling they're going to be worse than we think. That would be my wild guess. It's wild. The NFL is hard to bet in a regular season. This is just it's, – it's making it unprecedentedly difficult. And what adds to it is in the contests that were in the $5,000 Super Contest gold, if your game is postponed, you get a loss. So you're not even going to look at these well, games. Well, that's the thing is we had games last year that looked like we were getting six points of value, but there was a chance the game wouldn't be played. So it makes it even more complicated. I personally love complication <laughs> because I think I can navigate it better. I'm against complication. <laughs> no comment on that. We'll be talking about Vegas and the Super Bowl. First, though. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Fox Sports Radio. I'm AJ Hoffman. He's the voice of Vegas, RJ Bell. Okay, so we got a little research here. Washington team practice squad QBs, AJ? Kyle Shermer, former Vanderbilt quarterback, and Jordan Tamu. Tamu. I don't think I've ever seen his name before. Where was where did he go to college? Ole Miss. Really? Boy, be not college. That must be boring all that college you watch. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how we're going to do, though, with the bowls, we're going to do every bowl game, like, or every day we're on, right? Which sure. would be all weekdays. Whatever the biggest bowl game of the night is, we'll do a quick little six. I'm going to have a clock on you. It'll be like this. Works for me. And then if you go long, there'll be like a big horn. <laughs> you know, but, like but, there's a meltdown happening at the factory. <laughs> like Three Mile Island, exactly. <laughs> like Silkwood. We're going to hose you down. But the fact is, if you're betting these college football games, this will be insightful because AJ is an expert at college football. All right, when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about the Vegas Super Bowl. Then we're going to talk about the three biggest football games. No COVID concerns in these games, I don't think. Three biggest games of the week. That's coming up next, but first, he's RJ Bell. I'm AJ Hoffman. This is the pregame show you've always wanted right here on Fox Sports Radio. Straight out of Vegas! Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. 
Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my dance, <laughs> There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. I'm R.J. Bell. We are straight out of Vegas. And I'm A.J. Hoffman. Let's take a look at Las Vegas getting the Super Bowl. It's about time. I I mean, well, we had to have a, a stadium here first. Let, let's be honest. How much credit do I personally deserve? I kind of feel like a lot. That's what my mom said today on the phone. 22%. 22? I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll ta- <laughs> I will say this, though. It, it, it is a little different. You know, I've been doing this for, you know, uh, my whole life, really, but in the media for ten plus years, and you always there was always like uh, you would meet someone, and it was like, oh, Vegas, huh? I mean that you know that was the not everyone, but the typical you know Colin Cowherd was an example of a guy that had the vision to see, hey, this is where things are headed, and he embraced it, and you know showed a lot of respect to it. Um, and others did too, right? And uh, you know, Bill Simmons figured it out, and you know, I spent a year writing a Grantland for him, and that was a fun experience. And ESPN was pretty good with it, though. You know, they kept it behind the paywall for a while, or you know, for a long while. But in general, it wasn't that long ago. And I have nothing against the NFL at all. I, that's my favorite sport, but. Literally not that long ago, Vegas, the city, wasn't allowed to buy an ad during the Super Bowl. 
and now the Super Bowl was in Las Vegas. And, you know, Oscar Goodman, the former mayor here, two terms, and then his wife served two terms. It really, their vision, I think, is is one of the keys to this. And, um, and, and then all the cash, obviously. That helps everything. <laughs> yeah. Once it was, you know. And then you think about it, the Raiders, you know, really moving here before it was in fashion, or at least the plan was for them to move here a couple years before they did. I think that had a lot to do with it. To me, this feels like the culmination, the crescendo of the acceptance of Vegas. Well, because without the Raiders moving here and without that stadium being built, there's no Super Bowl here. So that's that's a key fact. Yeah, no doubt. And and that is February 2024, Allegiant Stadium. And, uh, oh, look, New Orleans had a scheduling conflict. Hmm. What, the, what could that be? Do they know there's a tornado or know there's a hurricane coming before it even comes? Because the NFL is a week longer, Mardi Gras would would be interfering. Oh, well, if you go to New Orleans, you ought to see the Mardi Gras, as a man once said. All right, let's get to the games. All right, biggest games this week. Let's take a look at them. The New England Patriots at the Indianapolis Colts. The Colts, two and a half point favorites. Now, we talked about this line last show. This is a stunner, okay? Colts favored by two and a half at home says they are equal teams to the Patriots. Now we looked at it. The Colts lost three. They've won seven of their last ten games, so seven and three. But all three losses, you know, the one to Baltimore, uh, they could have easily won that game. The one I forget the, the Titans. Uh, the Titans they could have easily won that game, and then the Tampa Bay not as easily. But if you added it up, they should have won about half those games. It was a tie game with less than a minute to go, so it was a you know. Yeah, yeah, but but Tampa had. What I'm saying is, if we do the pregame.com fourth quarter win share, which is looking at every snap of the ball in the fourth quarter, what did the NFL's uh, data say is the chance to win the game, and then we weight it towards the end of the fourth quarter because that's more important. And in both of those games, the Tennessee game uh, and the uh, Baltimore game, they had about a 50% chance to win and about a 20%, 25 in the Tampa. But in general, it should have been about one and a half wins of those three. So effectively, you could say the Colts are eight and a half wins, one and a half losses the last 10, which is pretty much what the Patriots are. So... I'm kind of leaning Pats here. I might make a pick on the Pats, but it does tell you how respected the Colts are right now, the line in this game. The Green Bay Packers, five-and-a-half-point favorites at the Baltimore Ravens. So, Lamar Jackson, uncertain. But if you actually look at Lamar, uh, there's no final word on him for the no. game. If you look at him, the way he played in the first quarter before he got hurt, you look at him the prior couple games, I'm not sure Huntley isn't just as good, at least with the, how beat up he's been. Yeah, the, before the ankle even happened, it, Lamar has been bad for the last six games. But if you think about it, this is this is at Baltimore. So this isn't five and a half at Green Bay. This is at Baltimore. So, I mean, this is saying – And the, the Humphrey injury that we talked about – they didn't have a chance to expose that in Pittsburgh. They didn't have a chance to expose that play in the Browns. Aaron Rodgers has a chance to expose flaws in the second game. Almost certainly. So it's one of those games you know Green Bay is going to get their points for the most part. The question is, does Baltimore not? So in a way, you can either like the over or like Baltimore. You know, Because if, if, if Baltimore covers this game, it's probably a shootout because Green Bay is going to get their points. Broncos getting nearly three points at home against the Bengals. This is one of the biggest games of the the week. So Denver 
is minus two and a half, aren't they? Yes. Okay. So Denver is about an equal home field advantage in this game. So if you think about it, if you asked 100 people on the street, Denver, Cincinnati, who should be favored? They're going to, you know, 90 is going to say Cincinnati. This Denver team is an equal team to Cincinnati, is what the line's saying. And I think that's right. And they have a heck of a chance to make the playoffs. And the team that wins this game has a heck of a chance to make the playoffs. The team that loses doesn't. And Denver's favorite. Almost the first playoff game. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's, it's almost a loser leaves town, as they say. And I know Bridgewater hasn't been great. But I tell you, Denver, other than quarterback, is a mighty good team. And Joe Burrow is expected to play. All right, if you missed any of today's show, including... McKenzie's crazy talk about Steph Curry <laughs> not running and gunning. But still, a lot of respect for Curry. Check out the podcast at FoxSportsRadio.com. We're going to be back tomorrow, 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 o'clock Vegas time. And talking about big games, this is one of the biggest games. Forget biggest Thursday game of the year. One of the biggest games of the year, Thursday night football, Kansas City Chargers. Should be a good one. He's RJ Bell. I'm AJ Hoffman. We are straight out of Vegas right here on Fox Sports Radio. Straight out of Vegas! Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Traveling to one of the big conference tourneys in Nashville or Minneapolis this March? Well, do yourself a favor and stay at Graduate Hotels. The Bridgestone Arena, Target Center, their hotels are close to both tournament venues. So why would you stay anywhere else? They're obsessed with college sports. Each Graduate Hotel is like a shrine to the local team with lots of cool detail for alumni, nods to school colors, mascots. Plus, our listeners can get up to 30% off with promo code CRSHOW. That's code CRSHOW. Book today at graduatehotels.com. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. There's plenty to celebrate in March. And ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. <laughs> 